welcome to I Don't Need an Acting Class with Milton Justice. So here's what I learned this week that I'm passing on to you. All of you are in script analysis. And the issue with script analysis is being able to analyze text and then through your technique turn this understanding that you have into behavior, into something actable. So, I mean, one of the things that we have to always do in script analysis is be aware that I am not just making an interesting choice and isn't that fascinating and, oh, I'd never heard that before or, you know, it is not just that it's interesting, it's that I'm always having to let it kind of seep in so I'm thinking of it in terms of acting. So here's what came up this week in my technique class. Teo and Greg are working on a scene from Angels in America, the famous bench scene. And I have three different versions of it. One of them is the one from the HBO film where two actors are playing funny lines. The second one is what I call the Andrew Garfield version from the National Theater where Andrew Garfield is playing his idea of what a homosexual looks like. The third one is Andrew Scott, who, of course, is brilliant. It's better than any of them, but yet there's this huge thing missing. And so I was very, very frustrated in class. And one of the things, and it makes sense, that you would want to work on if you're doing the, the Lewis Pryor scene and you're doing the scene where Pryor lets Lewis, his lover of four years, know that he has developed AIDS because he's getting lesions. And there's a lot that you figure out in the scene. You, you figure out a lot about his personality because of the way that he talks about it. Uh, a lot about Lewis's personality. I mean, it, it's all kind of there. But what I discovered, quite honestly, I have never seen this scene work in terms of the audience feeling like, oh my God, it will be terrible if these two people aren't together. It comes off as a scene of, oh, isn't that terrible? He's got AIDS. And his lover can't deal with it. So you miss this huge thing, which is, my God, how awful that these two people are splitting after four years. And in the case of this particular scene from Angels in America, they never talk about where they met. And so that kind of goes in my list of things like, that's an important thing for me to know. If they've been together for four years and they have this incredible relationship, where did they meet? Here, here's the thing. We were trying to figure out how they met to help 
the play that we're doing, the scene that we're doing. So what we did was, and man, it took a lot. We had to figure out what world that Greg's character lived in. He was a drag queen. And, 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 and the word that we started using last year, which is important when we're building a path, is an event. It's just a, it's a really good word. It tells you not to make it general, not to just come up with something, but to really have an event, an event that happened. At any rate, so what we worked through finally was an event where they met. And one of the things that we knew about Lewis is that Lewis cannot handle extremely theatrical moments. He just doesn't deal well with them. He has a job. He's a, he's a word processor. Everything about his life is very, very calm. So at any rate, after a lengthy period of time, what we came up with, and this to me was, was so good because it incorporated the whole play. They met in a hospital waiting room, although in my mind I saw them sitting in a hall where they both had a friend that was dying of AIDS. So what it allowed us to do was to take something that the play is about, the overall plot of the play, and use that as a jumping off and so then, using something we knew about Lewis, which is he cannot handle things, we have Lewis in the waiting room falling apart. And Pryor saves him. He says something funny, or, you know, I mean, it's just it didn't matter so, so much. We never got that specific, although I suggested because I couldn't help it that he turned to Lewis and said, the thing about it is you're going to grow old and he isn't, talking about their dying friend. So it's, it's, it was using Pryor's sense of humor, which is very dark, even when he gets AIDS, when he knows he has AIDS in the scene. He makes a joke out of it, and he used that to save Lewis. So it gave prior significance. He mattered to someone. Is that too convoluted? That 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 particular journey. I see how specifically. It helps me if what I am building or the scene I'm doing specifically comes from the play and therefore feeds the play. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? 
That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So as an example, when I was working with Wesley yesterday on this part he's been hired for, for Apple TV, and we were talking about building a relationship with his daughter because, you know, I mean, first of all, he's walking in. It's a day part. It's a big plot point. And so you read the scene and you knew right away the most important thing is his relationship with his daughter. The plot is that his daughter has been called into the principal's office and he's been called into the principal office because she hit a white boy. At any rate, we worked on the plot and the things and this and that and all of that. And then, but when we got down to it, I said, you know, so what is the most important thing to build? And so we both agreed. The most important thing is to build the relationship with the daughter who he will meet on the day. Do you see the lunacy here? It's not like you're going to get together and develop a relationship. You're going to meet her on the day. One day next week that you're shooting an Apple series. And by the way, JP, Preston, the casting director was A.D. Kaufman. And it was something that he auditioned for four months ago. So, I mean, he'd totally even forgotten about it. So what I said to him, and this is based on what I finally discovered working with Greg and Teo, was build your relationship with your daughter. Now, normally I would think, people would think, oh, yes, I'm going to build anything with my daughter. I'm going to build how cute she was at her first birthday. And I'm going to build that. I'm going to describe that. And I'm going to build, build the first time, you know, and how she was. But I said specifically build her relationship to the school and her schooling. Because then it feeds him. What does it give him? He is fighting the principal and the president of the PTA or whoever the other person is because it means so much to his daughter. It means so much to his daughter who worked so hard to make good grades. I can keep it simple. She works so hard. And this school, with all of these white kids, make it difficult. So now I have something to play. I have something to play, which is to protect my daughter. To fight for my daughter. So, in other words, it came out of the scene. The scene takes place in a school... I'm trying to build a relationship with my daughter, whom I just met this morning. But what I can build is the relationship with the child who is working hard in school. 
and these people are getting in the way. Well, my God, as soon as you get to that, you know, man, that's easy. Anyway, does that seem interesting? I Don't Need an Acting Class is hosted and created by Milton Justice. Senior producer is me, Walker Vreeland. Director of online media is Evan Sollers. And music is by Jeffrey Keezer. The opening piece tomorrow is from his latest album, Playdate, featuring Shedrick Mitchell on organ, Ron Blake on sax, Richie Goods on bass, Ayushi Karnick and Nir Felder on guitar, and Kendrick Scott and Manyungo Jackson on drums. And what you're hearing now is M's Bedtime Blues from the same album. You can find out more about Jeffrey Keezer on his website, jeffreykeezer.com. That's Jeffrey with a G-E-O. Please uh, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. It really helps us reach more people, makes a huge difference. Um, you can also follow us on Instagram at I Don't Need an Acting Class. And be sure to check out our website, I don't need an acting class.com. You can see every episode we have ever released. And please continue to send your acting questions, comments, reflections to Milton. It actually helps us figure out what we're going to cover. And he'll either address your question on the podcast or he will write you an in depth email directly. So he really, you know, he takes his correspondence from listeners very seriously you can reach him at questions for milton at gmail.com again that's questions for milton at gmail.com thank you so much for listening and we'll see you back here next week